So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What is up, everybody? It's your boys, as usual. It's Sunday here. Uh, it's Archie and Kamish. I'm Kamish. How are you, Arch? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing really well. Um, we're back, as always. Not as always, actually. We're. I feel like what we're doing right now is basically building trust back. I feel like our listeners don't trust us. They're like, this they is have, almost a nice surprise. They don't have any reason to, you know? so... Yeah, but we are back. As, and right now, <laughs> honestly, I have to say, I have never felt more lost because football's not going on. It's definitely the dark ages. And I don't know, just uh, things don't necessarily feel right, but this is the time when you have to grind and you really just have to work through, um, yeah, just those dark ages. It's a real thing. I never really thought about it. Actually, I thought about it more after I graduated, you know? What, the post-football dark ages? Just, yeah, just in general, like, just this time of year, like, there's just nothing really too exciting to talk about in terms of um, stuff that's going on at USAFA. I guess it's just, that's what it is. That's what the ramp up is. And we stay ramping up, so. When you uh, post football, you don't really have a whole lot to do. You got to channel your energy somewhere else, so you do that into ramping up for recognition. Exactly. Um, That was... That's been a really funny thing, I think, has been people talking about uh, the ramp up for recognition and what they do. We made a post about that last week, and seeing some of the feedback um, from that has been absolutely hilarious. But I think the biggest thing that we can maybe talk about, there's sports have been pretty exciting uh, lately at the Academy. Um, unfortunately, this weekend we had um, a loss and a it's. I think it's a big game because Denver is always so good. But we had a big loss um, against them with the Air Force Cross team, kind of rebuilding year that we've talked about before. But um, the the really exciting thing about that, and I want to let everyone know if we have any of those listeners, um, or if any of the the managers or listeners, or whoever runs the Twitter account, it was back this week, and that was like the biggest news. Absolutely fantastic. Who do you think? In my uh, opinion, we have to thank for that. Uh, should we pat ourselves on the back for that one? I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. I mean, the only yeah. the only thing that changed between last week and this week was that we kind of complained about it. So, yeah, that's true. Well, so yeah, I guess I'll go ahead and give ourselves a pat on the back. Um, so Archie and I were talking today, and we don't really have too much of an agenda, if you will. The biggest thing was that we just really wanted to get into the podcast studio, if you will, uh, and really talk things out. And if you guys enjoy it, uh, the biggest thing that I think we asked for was a lot of was for feedback and stuff people wanted to tell us. And I think people what they do is they kind of get into the mindset that if they that oh I I'm they're not going to listen to me or they're not going to open my message or whatever like that. Yeah, don't think that at all. So I'm right now maybe going to make the executive decision and when I say executive decision if Archie says no then we will cut this out. Um then the first three people to respond to us with suggestions, we will give you ten dollars 
to the FNBA store. Is that fair? You think that's fair? I think that's fair as long as it's uh, we have the right to turn down if it's just like, hey, uh, do if a podcast trash. every day. Okay. Well, there you go. See that that right there. We just determine that on air. So first three people with constructive good feedback or stuff that they want to hear uh, will get $10 to our store so you can spend that on whatever you want. And it's still at our discretion, so no one might get it. But that's <laughs> that's the rules. That's the rules of the road for you. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's our hide. I mean, think about shipping itself. You know, At the end of the day, you're going to end up spending about $20 out of your pocket. But look, we're here to help you. Yeah. Well, okay. So to keep to keep ourselves honest, we'll go ahead and post information about that. Uh, I guess either on Twitter or on like our Instagram story or something like that. Um, Look for it on Snapface. Yeah. Yeah. Face snap. That's that's the important thing. Uh, So this entire week, basically, I think what we'll maybe do for now is we'll just kind of discuss some stuff that was going down this week. Maybe do a little bit of a rundown. Um, of some of our posts and some of the things that we were thinking and then we'll do a couple segments and uh, we'll just keep it real light just something to kind of get you guys through the week until we can uh, get a little more permanent on some of our segments back uh, so one of the things that I really wanted to talk about and this is not uh, this wasn't a, a post that we did or anything like that but it's getting to be that romantic time of year uh, and so I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit what do you think are some romantic gestures that like cadets could do, potentially even duallys, uh, at the academy at this time of year? For Valentine's like, Day, that is. Are we talking? Um, you're kind of in a, you're in a committed C4C relationship already, or you're trying to maybe court um, a young lady or a young man uh, to. I mean, I guess you could a little better. I guess you could do either one. Like we're talking maybe Fairchild dates. Like, bring somebody their favorite subway. Okay. So, I think there's two different messages you can send. If it's a Friday or a Saturday night and maybe everybody's restricted and we're all, you're all kind of down in the dumps together and you, you book a room at Fairchild Hotel, that's going to send a pretty strong message. So, I'm just saying people throw around Fairchild Hotel a lot, but just keep in mind that you're implying a lot of, a lot of things if you uh, make that kind of gesture. I know. Well, the one thing that I always used to remember is whenever I would see, and it's more, I think it was more uh, evident when I became an upperclassman and I saw how the duallys would be towards each other. It was just funny because seriously, you would see some poor dually trying to win the heart of another dually walking back in like the snow uh, with like three subway footlongs, like just to try to woo his like (laughs) dually counterpart in his squad. And it was just like, I don't know. It's just a funny thing. I guess maybe the restriction and just kind of being alone at the academy as a freshman makes you do wild and crazy things. But yeah, you, you also know there's a little uh, maybe flirtation going on. Well, I guess they don't. Maybe are they are they back to carrying their backpacks? Do you know? Do you have any insight on that? I think I believe they're allowed to wear them. Okay. Well, which is well, yeah, that's a conversation know. in itself, but. Um, when you would see two duallys on the weekend in PC gear walking on the strips, uh, typically a male and a female, and the male was carrying two backpacks, you knew that um, <laughs> he was just really like chivalry was not dead, and he was laying his coat down on the grass, letting her walk walk across it uh, before getting her, her basic A6 muddy. 
That's the kind of kid who, when they get older, they're advocating for um, fedoras to be a part of the uniform. Um, and then ultimately that, that dually girl isn't going to show any real love in return. Yeah, no, that that's always like when we got a post a while ago and it was a kid carrying like multiple backpacks in the library. And I think, and yeah, there was this, just this girl just right next to him. And I was like, that is brutal, but props to her. That's the kind of girl who comes back and is like superintendent as like a, a just a Colonel one day, holding also a three star position down. That's also the kind of girl that considers him a really good friend and they get back to her <laughs> room and she says, okay, see you tomorrow. And then he, she shuts the door. Yeah, and then calls over her uh, icy boyfriend from down the hall. <laughs> a sophomore visits her room after taps. Ooh, whoa, controversial. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not we're not saying you should. We're just saying that that's the kind of thing that happens. Um, yeah. So I guess basically the biggest thing is good luck to uh, all the cadets who are looking for cadet love out there this week with Valentine's Day coming up. Uh, we're really rooting for you and just. I don't even know. That's really all I have to say about it. Uh, so, yeah, like we said, we're going to maybe we're going to try out a new thing, like a little bit of a new format. Maybe talk about a few of the posts that we had this week. Um, one of the ones that you had, which I loved, was the one where you don't know rock bottom until you've watched a major sports event at Mitch's. And we had some questions about that because it was the picture of <laughs> um, it was. What was it? I guess it, was, it looks like like thousands like, of uh, something. Let's see. I'm looking at it now. So they're not freshmen. They're juniors. So commitment, commitment. dinner. Commitment, yeah, dinner. commitment dinner. Yeah, commitment dinner. And I think you did that just because it was like the only picture that you could find uh, with the with the slides down. Yeah, for, I, like well, to have the projection slides. I think this is we can kind of get back to it in a second, but I think people have. Um, very high expectations of the work that we do. And some of them do take time <laughs> and they really do. Some of them, I, you know, some of the videos are very intricate and they do take time and skill, but others are literally as simple as Google searching four different versions of Mitchell Hall, Yusafa, and then scrolling until your eyes bleed until you find one that has something resembling the screen being down that we can replace with a Super Bowl game yeah. or something like that. So that's literally, yeah. there are plenty of pictures of Mitch's, but none of them where it was close enough that the screen being down, you'd be able to tell what was going on there. Yeah. That's, and that's a little peek behind the curtain for all you guys, because um, I'd say at this point we're up to about once a week, we get an Instagram message um, from someone who's going to try and start up basically the next FNBA asking us for either help or just a shout out. And, um, yeah, no free ads. That's all I really have to say about that. I'm not trying to be rude. We just, but, we just uh, gave away our secret, though. So yeah, <laughs> that's our whole eight, secret. When there's eight so. new podcasts out next week. I guess we'll be kind of kicking ourselves. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what I loved about that post, and actually now now that we're actually kind of doing this, I'm realizing how strange it is because it's basically just us pumping our own tires. But um, I think that at least we, being able to extrapolate on it and just talk about it, um, you know, there's some merit to that. But you're absolutely right. I think we touched on it before that there is just nothing worse on a Sunday night when Mitch's tries. To, they try to be nice and they really they do everything that they can. They break out like the the buffalo wings and like hot dogs and stuff and the like 
canned sodas and everything, but it's just there's something still so sad about the fact that you were sitting in your room a little while before that. You're probably restricted for one reason or another, and you had to put on PC gear and walk to Mitch's and just like sit there with everybody in those blue, uncomfortable hard chairs, um, just watching football at an angle where your neck just hurts. And <laughs> and then, of course, you always have the people who are actually into the game, too. And then they stay after everybody else at their table leaves and, like, the flow of people going into midges. So you just kind of look like a weirdo just sitting there by yourself. And it's it's brutal. Literally, like you said, it's just it's rock bottom. Like, yeah. I don't know anybody who's ever done that on their own volition. So I thought that was hilarious. Well, it's one of those things where I don't think I've ever intentionally been like, all right, I don't have anywhere to watch the game. Let's go to Mitch's for three and a half hours and watch <laughs> the Super Bowl. But there's been plenty of times where it's a Sunday night and maybe you just don't feel like going off base or maybe you can't and you go to Mitch's to just – eat there you, you recruit you hit up like 30 of your friends and only one of them agrees to go with you to mitch's because it's a sunday night and then uh you catch yeah. yourself watching sunday night football in mitch's and you just kind of realize this this is where i'm at right now this this is terrible yeah i did notice that i would tend to watch it more uh during like the afc and nfc championships and like playoff games and stuff because it's like you're not going to necessarily stay out for those games, but then you maybe get caught up for a few minutes, and then you realize you kind of just look around after you kind of blacked out just watching the screen. And you're like, oh, there's actually no one here, and I should probably leave. Yeah. That was kind of sad. Um, so also this weekend was a Sammy. And Sammy's, to me, they hold a special place in my heart of USAF things. We talked about this last weekend. I hated them. I hated every single one. I'm not good at cleaning. I don't enjoy cleaning. And I don't see the purpose in it, but it's one of those things where if you seriously thought you were going to go to a service academy or a military school in general or be in the military and not have to deal with this kind of stuff, I, I just don't know what to tell you. That's an insane thought. And so it's one of those things you just kind of like work through. But I would always have those moments like right before you go to sleep where I would be laying down and I'm like, I am a 22 year old grown man sleeping on the floor because tomorrow morning uh, some kid is going to walk into my room and grade my bed for how well it's made. (laughs) And so that was always just like a surreal, ridiculous moment to me. Uh, And so it just brought back some of the kinds of things uh, just about Sammy's that are hilarious. My favorite people, and this, I think because we took them so seriously as freshmen, uh, it, it just, they sucked. But then when you would get older and you would realize that, oh, my friends are going to be just coming in and grading and they would just walk in, write down 93 and walk out no matter how clean, <laughs> how well you did or didn't clean. So that was well, always just a funny thing. You, that always happened like the when you hear, hear all the rumors that grading is going to be super strict and that the squadron's going to lay the hammer if, you, if you're great, if your room isn't up to snuff. And then you like actually clean a lot and you do really good work. That's the time when they don't even look and they write 93. And then it's the time that you like kind of slack and you're like, eh, it's not that big of a deal that they are like moving the bed out of the way to see if there's any dust underneath where the bed's been for 25 years. Yeah. The, the other thing I got, I always kind of think about with Sammy's is I wonder if I wonder what the deal is because it seemed like at least when I like, maybe it was just my AOCs or whatever, but the AOCs were more serious about it than anyone. So I almost wonder if they would go to group meetings or meetings with the commandant. And they were like, listen, like 
I don't know, we're gonna we're going to kill you. Like you're gonna get some kind of corporal punishment or something if your squadron doesn't do well. Because they would come in and we would have pre-briefs like with my AOC and he would sit us down and say, um, yeah, so what you guys need to do is we're not gonna we're like we're not gonna make our rooms messy, uh, just in case we want to dispute anything. So if you get below a ninety-five, then you need to keep your room still in Sammy so that way we can come back and potentially dispute it so I can come around and check it. And I'm like, dude, if I get lower than a 95, like if I got lower than maybe like a 75, then I'm complaining. Like, uh, I don't know about all that. So yeah, I think, I think the magic number is 90 that keeps you off the radar. But to me, 85 and above is you're sailing. Yeah. I don't even, I don't remember, nor do I care to remember what the scaling score was and what each point was, but I just remember they, like, bounced between these two different rules. It kind of reminds me of, like, is it a catch in the, the NFL? They're, like, bouncing between yeah. these two different rules of, well, if, if uh, there's one piece of paper that's surrounded by a bunch of other little pieces of paper that only counts as one, and then they'd go back and be like, actually, it's every individual piece of paper counts as one. So it's like oh, yeah. balance in between like the glitter rule. Like if somebody dropped a bunch of glitter in your room, you can't clean all that up. So all the glitter in your room counts as one negative one point. But then they go back and forth and be like, well, if I can count multiple pieces of glitter, then it's as many pieces of glitter as I can count. Yeah. Well, and then there was always the issue of people complaining between like the grading sheet and what the Sammy handbook was. And then I was a big fan of uh, anytime I would get called out for something like, yeah, your uh, your window runner is just absolutely messy. I'd be like, yeah, that's a stain. It won't come out. And they're like, no, we're talking about the dust on there. I'm like, yeah, that was must have been from last semester. And they're like, what? And I'm like, what? <laughs> and that's the whole the whole argument. Actually, I just so I just realized too. Uh, we were gonna do a soups list of Sammy hacks, so we didn't have that many segments planned. Um, but we did have that planned. So so yeah, this is gonna just be, do it now. Yeah, this is gonna be like. Basically, everybody learns the tricks of the trade uh, as you get ready for Sammy. So this is going to be basically uh, the best hacks that we can think of to make your Sammy experience as easy as possible. Yeah, good call. Uh, so you want to seesaw this? Like, uh, you go, then I'll go, and then you go, and I'll go? Yeah, I feel like, and we haven't talked about this at all, so we might have some duplicates. Um, but yeah, you can go first. Okay, uh, number one, this is a classic. Use one bed sheet if you're making your bed. Um, they're going to teach you how to do like two sheets. So you make the one, you lay it down first, and and then after that you use a second one for your bed collar. But what you actually do is you use one, like make the top part of it where the hospital corners are with half of your sheet, and then fold the other part up and use it as... Um, your bed collar and what that does is it allows you to get the bed really really tight but the most important reason why you're going to do this is because um, they issue you sheets when you get there and I think it's like four or something like that but for whatever reason you're going to misplace like half like all of them throughout your time at the academy and then for whatever reason and this was just my experience I lost like all my sheets and then by the time I graduated, I had like 12 sheets Oh yeah. <laughs> when I went to go turn them back in. So there's like this weird, and this is actually something that I just want to bring up now. This has nothing to do with the Sammy. There is a really strange uh, like accountability system 
of stuff at the academy. So obviously all the grads know and all the cadets know. When you get there, they issue you stuff, and some of it you get to keep, some of it you have to give back. And there's just kind of a system to where there's certain things that when you're like an upperclassman and you have to go turn it back in, you take it from like freshmen and sophomores and then turn in their stuff. And then when they become upperclassmen and and when they go to graduate, they're going to take other upperclassmen stuff. And it's just this vicious cycle. And that's kind of how it is with the sheets. So I do remember that, that like every time the same would roll around, I'd be like walk running to freshmen's room. I'd be like, hey, do you guys have a sheet? Because I don't have one. And then by the time I went to turn in all my sheets, I had like 12. Yeah. It's literally like an endless money pit at the academy. So the same thing would go for like parade dress belts, which they would try and charge you like $250 for. And then like every year, a senior would just roll in through the freshman and be like, yo, I need your parade dress belt. They'd be like, why? They'd be like, don't worry about it. And they would turn it in. And then guess what that freshman's <laughs> going to do when they're a senior? Same exact thing. So literally, there's just, like, the accountability is terrible, and they shouldn't change it because um, it's been working. But you know what I mean. It's literally just yeah. a, money, a money pit that just goes, keeps going. But it's hilarious because the academy knows when it comes to the accountability of it anyways, they know that they're all going to get all the belts. Because there's going to be a few kids who roll in with, like, three of them when they go to turn them back in. They're like, oh, yeah, I had, like, two extra. I don't really know why, but here they are. And they just hand them in. So at the very end, like, I'm, I'm sure there's a very simple uh, name of this, like, the law, like, some kind of law of averages or something like that that I'm just not nailing. We're just describing that exact concept. But, yeah, that's exactly what happens. Like, they have all the belts. They just keep collecting money because, like, one kid turns in another kid's belt. It's so like awful regret, system. mean. Yeah, exactly. Uh, cool. So we just got really off track, but yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One, so that was one she was my first Sammy hack. Is, yeah. Uh, so he's one bench. All right. You're up. All right. My first one is getting rid of all the extra stuff in your closet and like putting it in the storage room or something like that or in your car or whatever. Yeah. So basically, I never understood this, but some people, when they would Sammy, I forget what it, I, I don't remember. You had to have like one of each uniform in your closet and then the hangers yeah. all had to be evenly spaced. And some kids closet would be like full of, because then there was a section after all the uniforms, it was like civilian clothes and they would have like yeah. every, they'd have like basketball jerseys and flannels and all these things hung and they can take downgrades for that stuff. So take all that extra stuff and just put it somewhere else for the weekend and then you're good to go. Yeah. No, I do. And actually, that's, that's a really good point because I would remember kids would you would walk into their room during a Sammy and it was like, this just looks like a college dorm. And it was like everything was just really clean and they would get like 97s. It's like and the highest grade in our squadron goes to this kid. And you walk in, it's like, dude, you have like a futon from Walmart in here. And like, <laughs> hey, what are you doing? How does that even work? Yeah, I, I would take everything out and just uh, throw it in the storage room. I was the kid who. Whenever they would have the meetings afterwards, it's like, yeah, we got hit pretty hard on the common areas uh, because <laughs> they found like a canoe. Someone left, yeah, someone left like a a quarter of a cow back there. Like, yeah, that's sorry, that's my that's my meat. Like, I don't even know. Well, those are the same kids that had alternate room arrangements, and they would like have inverted bunk beds and six desks, and they'd send it up in some memorandum to their AOC, and finally the AOC would be like, uh, no, this this physically cannot work like you won't be able to fit all that furniture in your room 
and then they would come back with like some AFI 11-267 part B that somehow allowed them to do it and then they'd also know all the rules for the Sammy and somehow be able to like literally just reference pubs and people would probably just make their brains hurt so they just be like alright whatever so I'll give you a 97 yeah and you like go into the room and it's like they don't even have a bed they, they move their bed out they sleep in a hammock and they have like a jungle gym like a Chuck E. Cheese style jungle gym in there it's like <laughs> yeah I cross referenced every pub including um, using the interrogation manual and uh, it turns out I'm allowed to have all this so yeah <laughs> those are always great uh okay so I will I'll give you my next one so my next list of Sammy hacks is just be an upperclassman that's the hack because as a freshman Sammys to me were the worst uh you would just get throttled and then like sophomore year still can suck but like by the time you're a junior all the graders are also juniors for the most part um and then a lot of them are gonna be your friends or something like that and they'll just kind of walk in say some stuff and leave because the bottom line is is like graders i don't know there are some graders that really care but for the most part i don't think anybody actually cares it's not like a primary duty like it's just something they do during sammy's so yeah so that's mine all right uh my next one is you uh basically you lock your your drawer or whatever it is uh that drawer that has to be like all cleaned out yeah and you lock it and then uh, you either say that you lost your key or you forgot the combo and it's been locked all semester. Ooh, wait, the one on the desk or the one like, yeah, the desk one, right? The one on the, yeah, the one on the desk. Ooh, yeah. That was always funny. Cause or or uh, you basically, because the laptops always had to have those weird locks on them that they gave us freshman year that I lost immediately. Yeah. Uh, you put your laptop in your cadet trunk and you lock that. So that's because they can take points off for that bad boy too. Yeah. That's that is true. I never even I never even like learned how to use it. It was that weird like little device thing. Uh, yeah, and, and in that same vein, I was a big fan of putting notes on everything because you remember that you could um, you could write like on the inside of your your valet mirror, you could write all the things that were wrong with your room, and as long as they were documented, like you oh, could yeah. get hit for them. And so, what you have yeah. to do is the key. And this isn't going to be my Sammy hack, but this is going to be like a an honorable mention Sammy hack. As long as you write all that stuff down and make it as confusing as possible, they're not really going to sit there and, like, do the mental math to figure out what's going on in your room. So I would just write down a bunch of stuff and be like, yeah, bed not samiable. And they'd be like, wait, what? And I'd be like, yeah, I just didn't make my bed. And they'd be like, well, <laughs> hey, I wrote it. we're going to have to give you a zero for that. I'm like, yeah, but I documented it. And they're like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, well, sorry. So <laughs> that was always a good idea. As long as it's written down. Yeah. Um. All right, so my my last one is spray some seductive scents. Especially works on the ladies. If you're if if you have the means, like if you have any nice colognes, just uh just go ahead and spray that. I'm a big fan of like it, like you should be able to walk into someone's room and it smells like an Abercrombie, basically, and that's gonna guarantee to get Ooh. you a few points extra. Even if you like didn't take your trash out, it's like well it smells nice in there, so you get a 93. It can't hurt. Yeah. And also 93 is the magic number if you haven't figured that out. My uh, my last one, and this is, I'm surprised you hadn't said this yet, but um, it's to get like four freshmen to literally Sammy your entire room and then give them each like one Chick-fil-A sandwich. Ooh, or yeah, a positive form 110. 
that's it too. Yeah, yeah, that's if classic. you're a Dilda and you're listening to this right now, uh, positive form one tens matter, just so you know. Yeah, they will they'll take you far in life. Yeah. You can get a pilot slot with one of those bad boys. If you, yeah, you yeah actually, if you hold on to them uh, during active duty, they can get, they're like, they're, it's like each one is like a day off. It's a day of leave. So just like throw them on your commander's desk. How do you think desk. I went home for Christmas? Yeah. You just throw them on your commander's desk. Like, oh, yep. <laughs> when I, when I, like five years ago. It's like uh, a golden uh, ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and they're pretty much good until you're, until you make like 06. So like, yeah. Yeah, so but don't don't go spending them all at, uh, like at one time. You know? <laughs> yeah. like she, use them sparingly. I don't want you to go too crazy. Yeah. So if you recite high flight once well, and you get a positive form one ten, then uh, it'll probably serve you well to like twelve years from now. So perfect. Uh, <laughs> so that was our soups list of Sammy hacks. Uh, we do have another segment. You want to do spoken like a true cadet? I had a, we both had kind of good ones. Uh, in the vein, like we said, basically this is just like that bad time of year, like the dark ages and stuff. So, uh, lots of tests and things like that. Uh, spoken like a true cadet kids who say, dude, that test was so hard, even though you know that they did really, really well. And you're like the idiot of the class and they probably have a much higher GPA than you. And they're like, they walk out of a test. You're like, dude, that was so hard. And then they just immediately want to go over what their answers were. And you're like, I was just trying to figure out how I can maybe apply all of these, all the formulas on like the formula sheet to make it look like I knew what I was doing, even though I had no clue. And they always end up, they get the test back and it's like, they get like a 95 and you're like, and your teacher's like, well, one person in this class got a 47 and you're like, what an idiot. And then you get yours back and it's a 47. So it's the same, same guy that, uh, like there's three of you after class, um, down eating some subway and you're kind of talking about it even though you're maybe or maybe not should be talking about it yeah. um, and like what'd you get what'd you get for uh number 17 and the one guy's like i got 22 what'd you get he's like dude i got 22 and a half and then you're like i was writing a full-blown paragraph about why uh dinosaurs went, went extinct yeah and they're just you're just you, but you don't mention it you're just like uh, I think I got a 20, 21 yeah I, 21. I was yeah I was pretty close to you guys <laughs> and then what will inevitably happen throughout the semester is you'll be like okay I really got to buckle down or I'm gonna get on Act Pro and so you'll ask them like hey man like how are you like doing all this stuff and they'll just be like Oh, dude, just go to EI. Like the t- oh, like I do so well on the test because I go to EI. And then you go to and you're like, no, you don't understand. I don't even know what I don't know. Like if I went up there, I would just be like, can you just do this for me? Because I don't even know what questions to ask to help Have me understand ever- this. <laughs> EI was the most stressful thing when you would actually build up the courage to do it. You're like, all right, everyone talks about EI. Like I've never done it before. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this EI thing. And you like. Message your teacher like, "Hey, sir, are you available for EI?" And they respond they're like, "Yeah, I'm available uh, today at this time." And you're like, "Wow, that was super easy." You go in for EI, and you're like, "All right." You sit down, and in your mind, you're just like, "All right, sir, give me the answers. Like, what is the key? Yeah. Like, I need to know what's going on." And they're like, "Okay, so what questions do you have?" Yeah. And you just stand there, and you're just like, "What questions do I have? Uh, let me look." And you're like, "You you just resort back to like, well, can we go over my test from last?" But the last test we took, and then that test has nothing to do with the next test or the rest of the semester, so you literally get nothing done. But yeah, and you're just it's not the magic that they tell you it is. Yeah, and you're just kind of sitting there, and you're like, 
All right, I made an appointment with this guy, so obviously, like, I have to be here long enough to where it seems like it was worth his time, <laughs> but I'm not getting yeah. anything out of this, and I'd rather be in my room with my pants off watching The Office. Uh, well, EI was more, to me, it's more one of those things you do to show the teacher that you don't, that you care a little bit, not yeah. necessarily to actually get anything out of it. Yeah. It's like, if you go up, if you... Like you give me my test grade and I'm a, I'm like all right well that's what I got moving on, the review is just like okay I guess I'll put up with this review to show you that I somewhat care about my education. Yeah. Ah oh, man. And of course they make like just the, insul- the insult to that. injury they make it on the they make it on the sixth floor and it's just just awful. That's why <laughs> that's why I feel like the physics majors are smart like the the techie guys who are down on the second floor they can just. They have to. They. I feel like they have to make the techie majors only walk down to the second floor, uh, or else they would die with how much EI that you need to like get a degree in engineering from the academy. So I don't know. I think that's really all we got. I. And I mean, as far as I am concerned, when it comes down to content, um, yeah, just kind of trying out new formats, just seeing really what's what we can do to have like a good enjoyable podcast and like we've said before we want to be able to come out with stuff um constantly but we also want to make sure that it's stuff that people want to see and that people are involved with it so don't feel shy uh, or bashful about um contacting us with stuff that you want to hear about like we said we're gonna we're gonna run that promo we'll see how it goes um first three people to send us like something really constructive or something that they want to see more of or just like an idea or even just kind of a shout out that you're enjoying it um we'll go ahead and throw you 10 bucks towards our should we uh should we give a little bit of an incentive here and maybe like we throw out a password right now at the end of the podcast and if they include the password then they get even more money to use on the store do you know what i mean like something they have to listen to the end and use that in their message. Ooh, I kind of like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, what do you want to do? Like, let's let's just call it uh, Dark Ages eighteen. How about that? <laughs> All right, that works. <laughs> I'm just like just off the top of the dome right there, so we'll just we'll roll with that. So how about this? Dark Ages eighteen. If you're listening to the podcast right now, um, the, this is going to be a secret between you, between me, Archie, and you, the listener. Don't tell your friends. Um, tell them to listen to the podcast and they'll get it. Dark Ages 18 at, let's just do it right now. We'll roll straight into it. So let's hear Uniform of the Day. Let's do some minutes. What do we got for me, Archie? You're the best at it. All right. So yeah, um, we will, before we get into that, just mention the, the keyword Dark Ages 18 in our DM to you and we'll up the ante a little bit on yeah. what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, precisely. Uh, cool. Uniform of the Day. Um, fastneatblowaverage.bigcartel.com has all your fastneatblow average merchandise that you could want. Um, pen tab patches are flying off the shelves. Yeah. I'm hoping to see those people rocking those in their operational squadrons or even in their uh, cadet squadrons because we love all of you equally. Yeah. Uh, so get on there, see what we got to offer. We're going to have some spring break stuff rolling out here soon so you can. Uh, Pretend like you go to a real college for a week when you're down in Cabo with Absolutely. your friends from your squadron. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, I mean, I think you pretty much covered it on that. Thanks so much for listening this week, guys. Uh, we are going to continue to keep coming out with more content. Uh, we will see you back here next week, and that's really all I got. Um, just let us know what we can do for you. So, yeah, I can be a pilot. 
At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now, all areas of life. That's just where you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air.